Raisin Man Arena. Um, just seconds before we started, Sam said, <laughs> Sarah, did Will ever hit you up for that thing? And I said, what thing? And he said, oh, I guess we went with someone else. Um, <laughs> what thing? <laughs> How is that possible? Uh, um, I, uh, Will, we're, we were going to use your voice for like a simple town cartoon. Oh, but you found a, something, someone... Better we found, sound, yeah. More, something more of the sound that you're looking for. Maybe not better, but just as more. We're, we're going with Megan Stalter. <laughs> I fixed my Damn. sound. Hell yeah, baby. Was, hell yeah. Welcome to the fucking show, dude. Nice. Um, wait, we gotta do one more thing. Damn. Like, story of my life with this pod is like really just spending all my time doing technical support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't ask No, you're funny, help. too. You're, you're funny, funny too. too. You're funny on the show. Uh, there was a lot of debate back and forth in the text to text threads about whether we should use you or not use you or go with someone else. But we eventually went with someone else. Yeah. Wow. That's that's pretty cool of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I No, you know what, though? This is um, this is news to me. I thought we I thought that we were going with uh, I thought we were going with Sarah. When was this decided? Well, we weren't. I think we're going with Megan Strickland. Love when Megan was Strickland. that decided? Huge that Megan was fl- that was floated. That was floated as an idea, but was it decided? I think Will was like, I think Megan Strickland would be really good for this part, and we were Will all said, like, Will said, Will said, Ooh. Megan Strickland would be really good for this part. End of. That's it. That's all he said. Was it decided that Megan Strickland would be the got part? The part. She got the part. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, I, you know what I was thinking about? Like, I never expect to be thrown any bone by Simple Town or you guys because there's nothing you have to gain from me, like doing me any favors. I already give you everything I possibly can from my heart and my Are friendship. Are you kidding? You have like a trillion friends. <laughs> yeah, I guess in terms of my... <laughs> who, f- my... who follow you loyally into whatever content you make. That's true, that's true. But I just feel like socially, you already... I bring my friends to the show already, even when I'm not in it, so... You don't really need to. There's like nine people listening to this, and all of them are Sarah's friends. <laughs> totally. What's Sarah, up, you yeah. guys? I miss you all. It's funny to think. I mean, now, now, Sarah, you're sort of you're you've sort of been woven into the great tapestry of our artistic collaboration to the point that you know you're on the Raisin Man Twitch stream. But when we first met, the way that we first met was that Thimbletown was doing. The solution to climate change and we had oh you dress gosh. up in um in a skin tight uh green yeah. green man suit and uh douse us with water that's right we were not friends then no yeah not at all and we yeah. had no time i had no time to talk to you yeah no one was really nice to me everyone no was one was nice no. to you yeah i mean no one was oh. mean to me but no one was okay. nice to me okay yeah that's that's enough yeah for me. and i remember um meeting ian he i especially hadn't met ian before since he's like doesn't do stand-up and and i didn't and, I, and he wasn't part of your guys' live performances and i was like huh i wonder like what this guy's deal is and like how he's sort of like related to the group but he's not like in the group and on the regular performances <sighs> and now all these questions are answered you know that's such a stupid question he's the video even guy. then you knew he was a little weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, well, what do, you, what do you guys want to talk about? We want to talk about, uh, I want to talk about, uh, Chrissy Teigen, Allison Roman beef. <laughs> well, I was going to say, uh, Sarah, I know that, I know sorry. that you got something in the, something in the neighborhood of 88 discussion topics. <laughs> so we might not have time for Would You Rather, guys. All the Would You Rather fans out there, we might run out of time. I'm going to pull out, I'm going to, you just wait. Who is, um, 
I'm yeah, Googling, I'll fo- I'll I'm Googling you, I'll this subject right now, so I'll have something to say about it. So I can it. say this Allison Roman thing. Do you guys know who Allison Roman is? I kind of, I know a little bit about this, but I want, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I'm, I'm down to talk about it. On first, on first glance, I don't care about it. But if you give me a sort of an interesting enough take yeah. or like what the, you know, why should I care? What is this about? What is this about? Well, I'm happy to tell you. And I think it's funny that you wouldn't be interested in it. I think that's what's funny about talking about it. You know, why would we, why would we discuss this? It's like not something that anyone would come to our podcast to hear an opinion on. Um, Alison Roman is a food writer for the New York Times. She's an extremely popular cookbook called Nothing Fancy. She's like a rising star. She's about to get a Food Network show. Maybe, Copy maybe that. she's lost it. She's been canceled is where this is going. Because she got burned. Yeah, she got burned. So she did this interview with, uh, I can't even think of what magazine it is, something important. And she said in it, you know, her star is rising and she's got these choices now if she wants to make like big deals for a lot of money um, to do product lines and like uh, advertising and stuff like that. And she said that she didn't want to and she doesn't respect it when people do that. And then she called out Chrissy Teigen and Marie Kondo um for being too like lifestyle people disgusting who sold out and like queens yeah because like marie kondo especially does room organizing your stuff not having too much stuff and now she has like a target product line or like something like that what's Um, the target product line is it things that will help you get rid of things in your house (laughs) maybe i'm not sure what her stuff is um but anyway so she got canceled allison roman because uh Marie Kondo, so Felipe, the the part. Go ahead, Sam. What's up, Sam? I was going to say cut in the, with the funny thing that you were going to say. The, the part that you're supposed to be paying attention to is the part about selling out. That's how it relates to you. Okay. So be you, careful. You're asking you're asking questions about the wrong thing. All right. It's about it's the selling out part that huh. is related. So the selling to out you. part's the thing that I should care about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is this a thing? I'm just finding out that this is part of the. This is part of the tapestry of things that you think about me. <laughs> you think I'm going to sell out? No. No, no, You no, think no. I'm going to sell just, out? I'm just thinking about, Sarah, you, you, at the beginning of the story, you said, how does this relate to me? And Sarah pro- had a kind of big promise that it was, was going to relate to you. So I'm, I'm searching, as you should be, searching through Four. the story, every fact, and thinking... How does this relate to my life? How does this relate to yes. my life? How is, yes. how is Sarah going to loop it back into my experience? Yeah, you should get there before I get there. Otherwise, you're going to be sorry. Well, uh, it's true that Raisin Man started as a completely punk rock outfit, and now we're selling merch, <laughs> including a raisin. Now, now that we, we, we are on BuzzFeed. We're selling we, a Now raisin. that we're on BuzzFeed, I'm we're trying to sell a raisin. A raisin on a keychain. A raisin, a raisin in a little jar. But it's a, yeah. but it's a real like perishable raisin. And it gets and it gets full of hairs and dirty and dusty and like you can step on it in your house and it becomes this like brown dot. I I, I do want to keep talking. I do want to keep talking about. I do want to keep. I want to give you the space to do the bits you want to do, dude. I'll just get out. No, of the we way. just gotta. We gotta go down an alleyway out. here. Yeah. We gotta go down an alleyway here, and we'll we'll come back to Chrissy Teigen. Don't I don't let me forget that, Sarah. You won't let me forget that. But I think this is I think this is a worthwhile alleyway to go down. Well, which proceed. of us? Which of us do you think will, will is the most susceptible to selling out? I think I'm the least susceptible. You're the least susceptible. Yes, but I, yes. Yeah. Interesting. You know, would have been a good answer if what I had asked was who is the least susceptible. <laughs> this is not what I asked. However, I said who would be the most susceptible. 
Uh, most susceptible. Uh, I guess Sam. Yeah. Right? right? Isn't that correct? <laughs> I, don't know, I think so. I think that's right. You think you'd be the most susceptible? I, I literally, I was getting ready to go up against the firing squad. I thought that you were going to say me. No, dude. Yeah, I think dude, you're, you're pretty. A true artist. I think you're pretty stedf steadfast. Yeah, you've already had a million opportunities to sell, to out. sell out, and, and you haven't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, that's kind. Of, I that could be too much integrity. I, yeah. I mean, I guess. Felipe was going to animate the Super Bowl halftime show <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> for Coca Cola and Chevron. I got asked. I got asked to animate background. <laughs> Uh, background visuals for a Justin Bieber concert. <laughs> and I said, no, thank yeah. you. Justin Bieber is for little girls. Yeah. Yeah. Little girls. Um, you know, it's funny, though, because um, I don't think about it as, as, as uh, principles. The reason that I've turned down different things that have been given to me is because I'm too scared so and mm -hmm. and this might be in this might be the case with um the apparently the singer of the smashing pumpkins had this famous interview where he was like he was like india artists are too afraid of success they're and and you know the smashing pumpkins uh, i guess sold out i don't know i only know one song by them and it was in the watchman soundtrack when this uh <laughs> Zack snyder watchman came out but um 1979 uh, I, I don't know i don't know keep going what the name of the song is yeah. that the name of a smashing pumpkin? no it, it was called like the end is the beginning is the end or something like that the beginning mm -hmm. is something like that anyways but but it's like it's not out of it's not out of principle it's 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 mostly out of like out i don't want to do it and fear like ah oh, yeah. it's just i'm not gonna like it it's gonna be bad i mean i guess i guess that's a kind of principle but but it, it i don't i don't feel like it's uh like i'm sacrificing anything when i do that that's interesting. I feel like you, you have a narrative about yourself sometimes that's just like that you're a coward, and I don't really see 100%. It. I'm yeah. a big coward, huge coward. I'm afraid of everything. I, I don't see that either. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. That's, that's a thousand percent true, dude. I live in fear. I yeah. live in fear. I wake up, all I think about is how afraid I am of everything. <laughs> and had a, a, a matrix to avoid fear uh, in your daily actions so that you don't have I'm, to... I'm glad to hear you say that, though. Yes, no, 100%. I live in... It's just fear, pure fear. Wow. That's really wacko. <laughs> to think that that's what's motivating all of your choices. They seem motivated by my bravery and integrity and, and vision. Yeah. Yeah, so confusing. Yeah, I'll think more about but that. Sam will sell out, I think. You. Yeah. As soon as I get an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is the, the moment it comes. Well, yeah, I already work for a company where I already like, like work for like big bad companies. Yes. Like I already sell my services to them. Yeah, but I mean, I've. Do you have you worked on a sellout job, Sarah? Yes, I worked for a venture capital incubator. I signed an NDA, so I'm trying to remember what I what I can say about it or not. But yes, I have. It sucked. City Water Radio saying lizard brain mode, just fear and reflex. Indeed, this is this is how I live my life. But um, <laughs> let me ask you this, Sarah. Wasn't the venture capital firm um, uh, socially conscious socially investing? Socially conscious, yeah, it was. <laughs> but that, You're I good, still... baby. You're good. 
Yeah. That's that's as good as it gets. Yeah, I just remember, I, I'll say this, I guess maybe this doesn't violate my NDA, that they really wanted to sell the employees on working for not that much money on the idea that we were doing something good. And I was like, this isn't even a nonprofit. What are you talking about? That like, I should be... <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, thinking that this is all for a good, like, what the fuck? It was just, it was such a like uncanny valley, like gaslighting culture. Um so it sucks. So I thought of it as sort of a selling out thing, but I sold out for very little money in that sense because I, I didn't really make that much. Um, but Sam's, Sam's making money. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's making big bucks. He's making Sam. the big bucks. But the He's thing what? about... um, Oh, you know what's actually funny is that this reminds me of... Last night I was watching uh, an interview, Amy Sedaris interviewing Stephen Colbert on his own show, a little reversal... Okay, two big sellouts. Two, two. No, only, only only one of those guys is a sellout. Only one. Amy Sedaris is a queen. Yeah, really, she is. She's like a folk hero to me because it's like she doesn't even have a body of work that most people are familiar with, and yet she's a celebrity. I'd love to see like finan- her financial statements. Like, what pays her bills? How does she stay afloat? <laughs> Reruns of Strangers with Candy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's she's flush. She's flush with that Strangers with Candy money. Those, target commercials for aprons i guess she's well, a sellout yeah so she was so she was interviewing uh stephen colbert she was interviewing stephen colbert and it was so joyful watching them talk and hang out and like have fun on tv and it made me miss being a little kid who really like bought into like saturday night live behind the scenes like uh institutional nostalgia like successful mm. rich people having fun together and being like oh they're like my friends you know i don't i don't feel that way anymore i i hate that stuff and i'm incredibly skeptical of it obviously for good reason and it just made me miss um being able to aspire to even being a person like that because now i'm just like oh i'm so against this kind of thing i can't well i've i've had kind of conflicting i've had kind of conflicting feelings about that because on one hand anytime i'm in i'm in like a a company or like a job where they're trying to make me feel like I'm having fun, I get really mad. Like I feel like I'm being <laughs> tricked. Like they're um they're trying to trick me into having fun at the job and like exploiting me even more. So so that's on one hand. But on the other hand, it's like, well, do you want like and and this is kind of a bind. I'm not saying that it's the correct thing, but it's like, do you want to be unhappy all the time? Like, sure, it's lame no. to think your job is fun, and sure, yes. it's lame to think that like. And what and this is, is tangentially related to what you're yeah. saying because I'm not talking about thinking that SNL is funny or whatever. Like that that that's a sort of separate thing, but it's related in the sense of like, okay, these are big like money making whatever. Are are they genuinely like? Do they? really bring human things into our lives like the, the 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 joy the real joy of like interaction and and the real beauty of being alive and so when a company <laughs> makes me feel like i'm having fun i'm like oh fuck you you're just trying to whatever yeah. but at the same time it's like ah like some people do work here for like years and like are you really gonna are you really gonna try to be unhappy and like not allow I, I mean, I guess it, it, it's up to each individual mm. person and whether or not they truly enjoy, like, the company of their co-workers. Wow. But, you I know... I feel like you're a- having, like, moderate person's drift. Like, when you're young, you're, like, cynical and you're like, oh, fuck all of that stuff. It doesn't matter whether it brings anything good or not. It's inherently bad. And then you get older and you're like, or maybe there's some certain nice things about it. And I mean, I... I'm <sighs> or, or maybe I guess, I'm interpreting what you're saying. No, I mean, it's like, it's like we all, we all have, we all, um, we all live under delusions, right? Like, like, uh, you could, you could peel back the layers of reality and be like, everything is bad. Like we're, you yes. know, we're, 
like careening towards yes and badness um, is truth and the more negative i am the closer i'm getting to what reality right exactly really is. and it's yeah. like and it's like everybody has like that delusion that like veil that veil of um of illusion that allows them to be happy so if if that is if that veil is like my work my workplace is a family like I could understand someone's veil being that and choosing for that, you know, choosing to take the blue pill, the blue pill. But, you know, workers should unionize all that stuff. But that's, you know what I'm saying? Does that, <laughs> yes, does that make yes, sense? Yes, yes, yes. Um, so where does that leave us? Should I explain this Chrissy Teigen, Alison Roman thing? I mean, we went out. I mean, I think you should finish it. Yes, yes. The Chrissy Teigen Allison thing is going to be like an arc for the entire podcast as episode. We, as we and, sort of make our way through it, like the desert. exactly yeah. the final period yeah. will come only as we press stop okay, recording. Okay, I won't at the rush end. it. Yeah, I'll, I'll respond to what Felipe said and say, "Yeah, I feel you. Uh, there are there's nice things, there's nice jobs, but I kind of just like have a uh, what's the line from Batman? You, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Or that's a Jay Z lyric or something, but it's about Batman." You know what is I'm that, about? I thought that was um is that is that really does that really come from Batman? I don't know. I can't think suddenly where it comes. People in the comments, is that Jay Z or is that from Batman? I don't know. Let's get a W in the chat going as well. Once you <laughs> answer the question, get a W in the chat going. Uh, Alpha give respect. Me my Batmobile. Yeah, I think and I know the Joners City what are they saying? I think the Joner said that. Mm. <laughs> the Jonas. What does that mean? <laughs> then someone else in the chat tell me what that means. And we'll give you a double. You want to know? You want to know how I got these snars? <laughs> I'm the Joner, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I was gonna say I I don't know if this is exactly what's responding to what Felipe is saying. So let me know if it isn't. But I think you can kind of reluctantly be forced into fun or or if fun is mandated you can like say no i'm not gonna have fun and drag your feet and dragging your feet is precisely what gives it makes it fun for you and you can still have fun in the in the like organized event sam that has nothing to do with what felipe is talking about <laughs> like sarah yeah, like sam the way you could have played sam, you could have played bitch. the board game last night and you could have yeah. had fun all right yeah. like reluctantly had fun we wanted yeah. to play a board game and sarah didn't want to play the board game and i said no i was starting to dread it 48 hours in advance and i was so drunk on friday night and i like opened up and i saw on twitter the chat was going on about like the plan for the game and i was like there's still enough time if i just say no now i can leave well hear the tragic irony <laughs> hear the tragic irony sarah did not want to play the game it sucks yeah and why didn't you want to play the game just at this stage why didn't you want to play the game i don't like i don't like games i didn't want to learn the rules because i never played the game before i didn't know how long it was going to be uh felipe gets really emotional about playing the games i didn't want to see that side of him so um, sarah's been drinking for 48 hours <laughs> to try and avoid playing the game <laughs> i drank myself into the, the greatest hangover she, she of my life i think comatose woke up on saturday and immediately started drinking again <laughs> I didn't want to look at my computer. I didn't nothing about the game I wanted to play. I did not want to play it. And I had encouraged the game early on only because Felipe had DM'd this Twitter group of like 10 people to be like, you guys want to play this game? One person, Kyle, said yes. And then everyone else was silent. So then to, to wake it back up and, and give Felipe that W, I said, yeah, I'll play with no intention of. I wow. Didn't I well, didn't you know it. what, though? You want to know what, though? You revived. You revived that chat because then after that, everybody wanted to play. And then, yeah. And then I said what have my workers done and i stepped back out 
Well, um, the game was Pandemic, the board game, which is a, a board game about... Do you want to explain? Do you want to explain what happened? And then I'll sort of wrap it up with the final cosmic irony of Sarah not wanting to play, but Sam, please explain. Wait, I have to explain? Yeah, you explain, dude. You haven't been... What? Yeah, dude, you haven't been very funny or said very much stuff, so I'm kind of hey, uh, teeing this up for you so we're you gonna can replace do it. You with Megan Strickland. Will one of you yeah. kind of like... Um, do the long setup for a funny joke and I'll just do the punchline for also, it. Also, Sam, watch out because you're holding that microphone. It's going to have a lot of like noise from you touching yeah. it and stuff. You're so. going to win the bad audio award. Yeah, you don't, want, no, you don't want to get the yeah, bad audio award. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the levels right now and it's actually, it's telling me it's perfect. Dude, your, wow. your, your nasty, greasy I'm looking at the levels right now. All over that Zoom recorder. Put it down. Put it down or I'm going to come in that room and put it down for you. It's telling me the levels are perfect. Oh, shit. I'm peeking. Dude, but now down. it's telling me the levels are perfect. Dude, explain the fucking game. Put it down. All right, I'm gonna I'll, decapitate I'll, you. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll do fu I'll do fucking Felipe's long ass setup so he can tell so whatever can... whatever punchline. Yeah. yeah. So he can knock it out of the park. So guys, this is what pandemic is. Pandemic is a board game <laughs> that you play that simulates uh, a global pandemic. And the cool thing about it is you all play against the board game and on a team with each other not against each other and it's kind of cool and you have oh, different roles and stuff if, if i had known that i would have even been more willing to wow play. dumbass stupid <laughs> idiot didn't even look into it didn't, didn't even, even look, look into, into his beautiful it. Game. games are games are games are games well yeah. simeon is saying that uh in the chat he's saying that he tried to play pandemic at a party and had to operate as project manager for the night and it sucked <laughs> oh damn <laughs> Damn. It's so true. Yeah, you get you get these kind of like late capitalist sort of like roles like project manager or like logistics expert or things like that. Um kind of white collar jobs and then you have to stop a global pandemic based on the different abilities that your job gives you. It teaches you how to be in the workforce. Perfect explanation. So then what's but you, the tragic but then irony? You, you do get one job called research lab. And let's just say you um you do some early research into the virus, and let's just say that you um, put the virus out into the world. And let's just say that uh, the research lab is in uh, Wuhan, China. Really? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> this just sounds like work. All right, everybody, everybody's popping off in the chat. The chat's, the, game. the chat's red hot. Anyways, whatever. Maybe this was like a totally pointless byway to go down, but... You said you, you made me explain it for nothing. No, <laughs> yeah, how dare it you wasn't funny. You bombed, dude. You, well. you fucked it up. Not worth our time. Well, You're still touching well, the mic, well, so who well. knows what finger sounds are going to be on the recording, damn, dude? It's damn, fine. It's damn. fine as long as I don't touch this area. Well, no, dude, the, my, the whole up. mic picks up sound. Well. It only picks up sound up. No, well. dude. I can't wait till Sam sells out and uses that power to exact retribution against Felipe for the way that he acts. Look, dude, I'm going to tell you this. If the sound on your mic is fucked up, first of all, that's on you. Suddenly, anybody <laughs> listening to the podcast is going to go, I don't want to hear Sam talking because he's got the little finger sounds. So you're, you're, you're fucking yourself up. But secondly, it's going to fuck up the whole thing because wow. it's going to have little finger sounds. Indie stars don't want success. Sam, put the mic down. Yeah, you're afraid of success. You're afraid. So I should put the input up really high and put it on my desk. Yeah, and scream into the microphone as close <laughs> as you can to it. This is so annoying. Also, here's a little here's a little peek behind the curtain. We spent an hour getting ready to do the podcast every week before we start it, where we all we're doing is testing the mics, talking into the mics. Like, so this there's no reason for this to be happening. 
No, it's true. And I'll say this. I might I might just be kind of trolling. I don't know if touching it is a problem. It's something we could look into. I'm just afraid it's exactly. going to make little finger noises. Exactly. <laughs> Will you say the tragic irony of the game thing? And then oh, just can... that you that you turned it down, but then we didn't end up playing, so you used up all your social capital. Yes, if you, it turned it, out the game could not be played by multiple players, right? Is that what happened? Yeah, apparently the, the stupid board game company hasn't made the game multiplayer, so... I guess what it thinks you're going to do is play like solitaire. Just be at your computer playing Pandemic alone or worse, basically like uh, sharing your screen with a group of people and having them tell you what to do and you play it. Basically backseat gaming. I don't understand. Seems mm. like a huge fuck up. Hmm. But I could have said I was going to play up until the last second and people would have been pretty happy. And then that. Yeah. yeah. It would have been a gamble, though. Man, you wouldn't you didn't have to spend your entire weekend drinking <laughs> <laughs> to avoid avoid it. So let's finish I, this Creasy Tegan thing. What's what was that about? Uh, word. Yeah, yeah, I'll finish that up. I was thinking maybe we'd get to it that in the second half of the hour. Um, so Alison Roman accused these women of selling out. She got canceled on social media because uh, Marie Kondo and Chrissy Teigen are both women of color and Alison Roman is white. And it was pretty fucked up of her as a white person to be like, you guys shouldn't get your bag. Yeah. Um, So people really don't like that. And Chrissy Teigen like really tweeted herself and was like, uh, Alison Roman, you've hurt my feelings. I was supposed to executive produce your Food Network show and now you've (gasps) hurt my feelings. Um, (laughs) No. And like, this is. Did she know that? I don't know. That seemed really surprising to me. I was like, how would she not know not to like fuck that shit up? I don't I have no idea. Um, so all this happened at Alison Roman issued a bunch of apologies for it um, and said, I, I shouldn't. Why would I tear down other people just to like put myself up like all this stuff? Um, and ultimately, I think it's kind of annoying. I think um, I wish that Alison Roman had picked the plentiful like white women who sell out to make these accusations of uh because the idea of this is why what i think is relevant or interesting about the whole thing she had to apologize basically for like breaking celebrity ranks like i feel like allison roman didn't realize that suddenly she was famous enough that she's not just allowed to talk shit like how we were just talking shit about stephen colbert like we're allowed to say that now on our podcast but if this was like if we were actual successful comedians pretty pretty soon we will six months from now (laughs) next app dude next app Get it out now. It. One more BuzzFeed write-up, and we can't talk shit about Steve. Yeah, it's going to be an issue. But isn't that sort of an interesting line? Like, at some point, you become famous enough that you have to, like, be part of the stronghold of celebrities who all just kind of publicly jerk each other off in this way. And, and like, Alison Roman's point that, like, a lifestylist person whose uh, career is dedicated to, like, reducing consumerism, having a, a huge product line, uh, it is ridiculous. Like, well, how could she not say that that's ridiculous? I mean... Uh, it just was annoying to me. I don't like celebrities pretending that they're all friends. I think it's funny because I think there's a lot of criticism of the culture around celebrity that's like, oh, petty celebrity fights. Like, celebrities are such children. They're so immature. And I'm like, no, fighting is is normal adult behavior. Like, pretending you guys are all friends and, like, supporting each other, like, getting rich uh, and exploiting people and, and not living your values is... That's immature and petty. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know where I fall on this. I mean... I think I think yeah. How how is it supposed to relate to Felipe's life? No, no. Uh, I, I, sorry, go. It just um. I I don't know. I guess it doesn't. <laughs> if you don't see yourself in this, then well, I don't know. No, I could see myself in this. I mean, you. I think you. I think you connected it to our lives handsomely. I, I think. 
I'm trying you. to come up. I'm trying to come up with something interesting, to, to something yeah. something insightful, and to really engage with what you're saying because. Uh, I well, right, look, I know. Well, he, he, here's what I think is that like I think at some point you become enough of a celebrity that like you see other people in your other celebrities as as essentially colleagues that it becomes like you the whole like app like world of celebrity dumb is, yes. is like an extension of like a workplace <laughs> right they're all and at ellen degeneres like, birthday party like all the celebrities from across to every genre and art form exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly and, and that's it's like the way you wouldn't like fight with a co-worker or like talk shit about a co-worker like publicly at a meeting in the office yeah. or something like that it's it's like it's just kind of a bad look but i guess i and, 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 good yeah i guess that like everyone's I think most celebrities are smart enough to be like sort of diplomatic enough to be like, oh, there's not a lot I can gain by like feuding with people unless I, there's some like really sick like Machiavellian move I can make. Yeah, um, I guess my that, problem like, is that I just like resent their class solidarity then because like they have that effect of getting each other all to yeah. kind of line up uh, and work together to protect their shared interests um, through performative social Hold the media phone. presences i'm confused i thought you didn't i thought you didn't root for the the woman who talks shit no i do root for that i don't i don't root you for root the, for the root, woman who talks shit i i root for alison roman yeah i think, you're just um, saying she fucked up by by choosing the wrong target yeah she should have chosen people she should have chosen other white people probably and people who better exemplified like the point she was trying to make rather than go for like marie kondo or someone um but the point that she was making is so valid uh, and as someone who wasn't a celebrity recently, she could have made that point. And I think that like, I, I wish that celebrities could call each other out for their shit because like, I think a lot of stuff fucked up, a lot of fucked up stuff happens in their culture. So yeah, I guess that wasn't clear. That's what I'm saying. No, I hear you. I mean, I think, uh, no, I think that's crystal clear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I, I'll say that as a, as an audience member, I, I like it when someone's spicy in terms of the. You know the the fic the what's called the kayfabe. You know the um, the in the, wrestling. Yeah. The, yes. The 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 fiction that these people are fighting when in reality they're all doing it as part of a show. So I mean, obviously that's not the case here because Chrissy Teigen got her feelings hurt. Yeah. Or you know, but and she was the executive producer. Yeah. What yeah. was that about? Did she know that? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. That's like a weird little wrinkle. That's like also all the celebrities are like co-signed on all of each other's shit. So not only do they have a performance totally. of like solidarity, they're also all linked up financially. And watch me, ways. watch me sell a show. And Sarah is the executive producer when we're like older. And I'm like, yeah, Sarah, like Sarah Wilson, like sucks ass. Like yeah. <laughs> she didn't want me to do my bits yeah she didn't podcast. want to do bits she wanted to yeah. have insightful conversations on the just, pod and yeah. and you're like i'm i'm executive producing your thing abort yeah. this bit abort this bit yeah, i'm sorry and sarah and sarah is a woman of color also as well in the in the, mm -hmm. in the future that's not true that's not true <laughs> you can say it you can do it for the bit you can say something that's not true for the bit for the bit <laughs> And then it, when we get to the end of it, I can say that we're just kidding. And that's not really <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Somehow. The technology. Yeah. Um, well, what I was going to say is that I wish, I often wish that I could. Because um, the truth is when we talk, we just talk shit. As most people. Got a little fly, a little fly in my room. Um, I've been having this thing where I think I see dots in the, in the like periphery of my vision. And I'm like, I don't want to look into what that's about. I like see a dot and I'm like, oh, is there a spider on the wall? And it's just like 
I don't I don't want to find out what that's about. Don't that's tell funny. me. I was well, thinking earlier, I was taking a piss and I was just like, I should just be thankful today that like there's no blood in my pee. My body doesn't hurt. Like nothing is wrong with me at mm-hmm. all as far as, as I can tell. And I usually don't take it take time to to be thankful. Dayenu, so thankful today. As the yeah. Jewish people say. What is that? It means uh and that alone would be enough. So if you say, you know, mm-hmm. hey, uh I, I'm living with my roommate Sam, who I'm great friends with, Dayenu, and that alone would be enough. But also mm-hmm. I'm healthy, Dayenu, like and that I don't know. It's like I think it's like a Passover thing. Hmm. Sarah, you 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 took a piss and you were like, God, thank God my body is healthy and working so well. And then you went to the fridge and you took out a <laughs> bottle of Kahlua <laughs> and, you, and you started chugging it, knowing that the weekend was fast approaching. And then I had to put a stop to it somehow. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Damn. I just imagine, I just imagine like going to the bathroom and peeing and just like this beautiful fat stream just coming mm. out. Beautiful just clear stream and you're just watching it in slow motion you think damn that is so good i love that stream it feels good it looks good it smells it smells right it it smells right just a nice fat healthy pee (laughs) well i was just gonna say that we like talk a lot of shit and i wish i wish when we did these recordings that we could talk more shit because um because it um it makes people want to like tune in or whatever like i wish i wish yeah. we could be meaner or something and the truth is personally i don't know about you guys but like i'd like to be i'd like to say some stuff you know just be like mean or something because that's like fun it, it, you know within <laughs> well, well uh, but i can't handle the- i can't handle the heat no 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 and i don't yeah. believe in being mean in a public way it's, <laughs> it's certainly it's, yeah. it's also like may, maybe so far as like moving away from mean like I don't know if it's necessarily mean to say like, oh, I don't like this thing about this person, but, but also talking shit is like a fun way of just like elucidating like a thought you have about the world or like a belief you have. You're like, oh, I don't like this person. And it's because of this thing that I actually do like. And so it's a, it's a fun way to sort of bounce your own ideas back on yourself. Well, you know, so when I, when I was, at art school, one of the things I got the most pleasure out of was going to see the senior show. I mean, maybe this, maybe this is like beyond the pale of something that I should, I mean, I'm not calling anything out in in particular, but like going to the senior animation show and watching stuff and like hating it. And Mm. it was so, and I, I like, I mean, I think, I think there's like a pleasure in uh, being mad and in hating something, but also it helped me like, it helped me like articulate exactly what I didn't want to do. And it yes. was it, it was something, and it was sometimes yeah. more valuable, um, more valuable of like an artistic experience than stuff I liked. That's I've ruined many a date by like watching a movie with the date and talking about how much I hate the movie that we're watching, and then being like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, why why are hmm. you trying to ruin this?" Hmm. And I and realizing like oh, this is something I do with my friends that's fun and there's, like, an educational element mm, to it. But, but if you want to be romantic... It, 
Yeah, but it looks like to this person, like I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> That's funny. I was thinking uh, the other day in regard to what Felipe said, that that is something I really did like to do a lot when I was younger. Like look at work by other young people I thought was bad and just fucking tear it open. And like <laughs> just every point by point, like eviscerate everything about it and every idea. And even what they were trying to do that they didn't do, even like what that they were trying to do wasn't even worth doing in the first place. Um, like that kind of thing. And I got a lot of pleasure out of that and I it was a basis for some of my friendships or at least an aspect of those friendships and then I got older and was like mostly I feel like I don't have time or energy or care to watch things that are bad anymore like I don't want to see something that's bad I mean if there's this really funny bad in some way maybe you know there's probably something out there but for the most part I'm like doesn't make me feel good to watch something that's bad doesn't make me feel good to talk about why it's bad uh and I had to like tell that to friends of mine who I was like, oh, you're still kind of on this um, bender of like being really into watching bad stuff. And uh, don't send it to me anymore. I don't really want to look at it. Well, I think I think there's I think there's two different kinds of bad things because there's there's like obviously the like, oh, it's so bad. It's funny. But but I think there's like broader categories. And like, I think there are things that are bad, but. Right interesting in the way right exactly yes yes they're bad in a specific way that like that like um stimulates something in you and i think that's true about good stuff too i'll say that i'll tell the truth like i liked parasite i thought it was good but it didn't like it didn't like wake me up like i didn't it wasn't like what i what i wanted out of a movie like i was like this is good but it's fine like um so all that stuff they were saying about like class and stuff like well the first thing i mean honestly i didn't understand anything they were saying because it was a different language so i was watching and i was like this is nice but what are they saying dude you need to wake the fuck up actually you actually need to wake the fuck up to some of the things that were being said in that movie no i think the message is nice but i think it's it's a beautiful message about korea and not about here it doesn't and it would be impossible to translate both the words in the movie and the meaning of it to have anything to do with yeah well, yeah. yeah it's Im- be impossible to translate the language imagine yeah i was i was in the i was in the theater watching parasite and i just stood up and i said what are they saying <laughs> this is nothing i'm getting nothing out of this and they said there are subtitles in the movie and i said my eyes are closed so what so what my eyes are closed i'm watching the movie with my eyes closed and all i hear is korean well do you wish that they still just like dubbed over voices with like american voices to be <laughs> <the lines? laughs> hello i would like to be your daughter's music teacher or art teacher <laughs> um yeah so 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 i think i think that's true both about good things and bad things good thing you know like things can be either good or bad but then another axis of 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 a, of a quality of something is whether yeah. or not it like awakens something in you um hold on oh seth this is interesting about in the chat that seth uh says uh i will say anecdotally that one of my favorite things about writing about comedy is occasionally hearing from comedians who are like yeah i hate this thing too but i can't say so publicly Mm. yeah i was thinking about this a second ago as we're talking about oh we should talk more shit on the podcast it's like i'm going after um allison roman and and these celebrities for not uh you know breaking their ranks but also i wouldn't break ranks among people who are like our other fellow comedian peers like as if i would want to go on the podcast and say mean stuff about them like those are my colleagues and even if i don't like something they do 
I don't, and yeah. so you feed your beliefs to Seth Simons, who, <laughs> who, who writes and posts about it. <laughs> to give a voice to the voiceless. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. No, it, it, it's, it's a different power dynamic, though, also. Like, uh, why would I go after people who have nothing? Um, you know, we're just like comedians who live in Brooklyn. Totally. Who make work for no money. Well, I, I, I'll say one final thing about bad things that are interesting in the way that they're bad is that, like, those are really like pleasurable experiences and if you and if you like and if you can kind of be a relativist right and be like okay there's no such thing as good and bad things just like produce an experience in you and i don't know you can believe that or not but but i think sometimes bad things really do produce like an experience in me that's really long lasting there are movies i've seen at risd senior shows that are trash and i like i'll never forget them they and Uh and and in that way they're really good or they like they really hit on something and i think um i i don't know this is true about clowning which is like it doesn't matter why people are laughing at you if they're laughing mm. that's enough so it's like if it like touched me then it it like it hits some nerve of truth even if even if the person who made it didn't intend for that to be the case uh i think that's really valuable maybe more valuable than like a good thing that doesn't do anything you know yes my um my least favorite compliment to get on a show that I have done is for someone to come up and tell me that they they found it really inspiring and it's gonna like inspire them to try to do a similar thing because that's I feel a like good the compliment. <laughs> what the fuck are you I talking think it's about? Bad. I think it's bad. It's saying like what you did seemed achievable. I think I could probably do something kind of like that. And uh, like there's something about it. I don't know how to explain. Like every time I get this compliment, it like gives me this weird feeling where I'm like, yeah, I know. Amateur hour. We can all just be amateurs together. That's right. Just get up here. It's fun. It's fun. We're having fun. Yeah. Um, Like, you know, something about it. Just I I want people to be inspired, but I just feel like there's a backhanded uh, implication to people Mm. saying that your performance is inspiring them to want to do the same thing. But if you flip it on its head, Sarah, like the th- the moments when I've like most enjoyed stand up comedy are as, w- are as when I've like listened to comedians who are like doing a thing that I'm like, oh, I could do that. It would never even it never even occurred to me that stand up could look like that. And now I'm seeing hmm. someone do something sure. that's like new and it's a thing that's like close to what I would want to do. Hmm, that's funny. That's probably how she should um, take it. I take it as like. Well, if she can express herself, I guess I can get up there and uh, do whatever that is. I mean, I think that that it is the case that sometimes bad things make you feel like you could do them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what. But if that was the case, I don't think that they would come up to you to tell you that, right? (laughs) Like they would only tell it to you if they felt like it was coming from a a thing that you might want to hear. Yeah, but I think sometimes people don't realize the things that they say. The meaning of it is more transparent than they realize. uh, You know. but they're like, this will sound nice, but I know it's it's actually bad to say. Yeah. But what you're saying also makes sense, Sam. It's just as well. So, um, thing, I guess we did. I, I, I thought that this Chrissy Teigen thing would kind of carry us through the whole thing, but it seems like we kind of finished it. We kind of wrapped it up with a nice bow. Yeah. I think we, I think we have like eight or nine other things we still have to talk about. Yeah. We got a lot of different things. Um. But I, I'm I'm nervous to say one now because after Felipe's reaction to the Chrissy Teigen thing is like he didn't want to talk about that. So how do I know? What? what I engaged with it. I engaged with it. But you did. It. But you did a great job. You did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. And no. Maybe no. In the, yeah, hit us. In hit the us with that 80, list of 88 topics you've written down, Sarah. <laughs> the 99th um, thesis. <laughs> yeah. the door. 
Okay, here's one. This is like a dumb. I feel like I'm like doing an open mic or something. It's like bit ideas. Um, I never unfollow or mute anyone on social media. Once I follow them, they're a voice in the course of my life forever. I just never, I never block or un- unfollow. Can't relate. Next. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. That's funny. I just feel like I'm like consigned to hearing what they have to say because I decided to follow them. Um, okay, fine. Next thing uh oh yeah i'm having this this is a covid thing um i've seen a couple of people in the last couple weeks because my roommates all left now and i'm all alone um and everyone who i've like let come over here like makes these this huge overture of promising to like really social distance and then they get here and they do it for like five and a half minutes or something before they're like well you know i could take my mask off to come inside and use your bathroom and sit in your living room and you know like all this stuff that i'm like oh fuck and then i'm too embarrassed to tell them to stop when it's happening i know can you imagine telling someone to put it like please put on a mask when you're around me <laughs> humiliating yes, i'd rather die you guys are a bunch of losers i'd rather die <laughs> i'd rather I'd, die i'd rather have corona shake up my little yes. body up then yes i just like i don't understand how i like befriended the absolute <laughs> most like pathetic pitiful wait hold on why because we're afraid that we were afraid to tell people to do shit no, because, like, I can't see any of you. <laughs> uh, it's because you're too respectful. The people that I'm letting see me are, like, hitting me up all the time and won't leave me alone until I finally say, okay, sure. Um, so I need to break you yeah, down. exactly. But I was thinking about, like, why is it that all the people that I see won't really do social distancing? And I'm like, oh, it's because the people who really would do it, like Will Needman, Will's not asking me to hang out because he's being respectful of the quarantine and I'm being respectful of his quarantine. So we're never going to see each other. But only the people who Will's- are, like, being really cavalier are, like, coming over. Yeah. Unbelievable. Will's fucking torturing himself. <laughs> <laughs> this this god-awful apartment with these insane roommates. And I, I keep asking him to hang out and he won't do it. And I'm like, everybody in Brooklyn is outside hanging out with each other right now. Yeah. Whether at a distance or like doing something. Yeah. 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 And you can go up to anybody, brush shoulders, get within six feet of anybody and people don't like freak out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I feel I feel kind of split about that. I mean, I think. God, God knows I've I've have had my lapses with social distancing, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> dear me, God knows I have not been on the street. A life and narrow, of sin. <laughs> yeah, but um, what 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 was I gonna say? It's funny because this gets to a question that I was gonna ask, which is, who are your top five? <laughs> Who do we want to have in our our pods? Okay, Kendrick Lamar, uh, top five rappers of all time, uh, Jay Z. Uh, yeah, I Bad just Bunny. I'm thinking like it's gonna Eminem. <laughs> it's gonna open up like no one. The government isn't gonna be like, hey, this is over, like back to normal life. People are just gonna have to decide like how they want to live. Yeah, exactly. And eventually, I think people are gonna start opening up their quarantine to like more and more people but it's gonna be slow yeah and i'm wondering like once once you hit that checkpoint where you're like okay i'm i'm picking five people who are your top five gonna be um who's in the say it on the pod who's in the chat on the twitch stream right now of my friends in, in <laughs> front of all your friends yeah sarah you're the only this is the 
This question only has stakes for you. Because <laughs> we, got, we got City Water Radio, <laughs> Kyle Rodriguez Music, I'm the Queen, Simeo, Come 3 0, um, hmm. uh, Seth. Seth. I choose. So Kelsey and Seth. Choose, and Carly. Sure. So I'd say all of them. Yeah. I choose. I say those Seth, <laughs> Seth Kyle, Simeo. <laughs> yeah. Can you say those? Can you say those names again? Yeah, I'll do Seth, Simeo, and Carly. Oh, the anime movie um, I was playing on the thing ended, so I'm gonna rewind it. Play it again. Caroline says she's watching. She's just not in the chat. I'd say Caroline would be in the top five easily. Uh, all of Simple Town. Same for me. All so of that, I, Town. that way I can make videos. Yeah. I think, yeah, I don't know. It's annoying. I wish that um all of my friends, I've never really wished this before, but now I wish all my friends were in one big friend group so that we could like decide to be together. Instead, everybody has their own little disparate networks of like people that I don't give a shit about that they really want to see that now are like part of my health that I, in a way, that I have has no bearing on me. Um, this is the thing I, I want to talk about next please, is please. Fleet Bay, your big Twitter realization that you're having. Ah, uh, yeah, totally. I'll do that. Fleet Bay, do you want me to set you up and explain everything first so you can kind of just come in with the home yeah, run? Yeah, team me up. Team me up. I'm going to take, I'm going to play Grand Theft Auto <laughs> 5. I can team up. I can team up. I'm going to play Grand Theft Auto 5. We, pff, yo. Yeah. Okay. So the, and now we'll get to this, but the, the Epic Games, the developer of Grand Theft, or I mean, it's not, it's Rocks. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, they, Rockstar Games put out Grand Theft Auto 5 for free. I had never played it before. I got it. So much fun. Me and Sam were just cracking up playing this game. We just like, you go to a park and there's like, because it's funny, it's like really lifelike, first of all, which is incredible. You're just in this like recreation of LA. Sarah, don't check out. No, don't check out. Don't check out. Don't, don't check, check out. out. Okay. I'll get to my thing. I just want to share I'm this experience. My text messages. I'm sorry. Do not check out. I just want to share. What did I say about games? I, just this yeah. beautiful experience. It's this beautiful recreation of LA. And we go to this park and there's people sitting around in the park, like in the video game, chatting with each other. And so you go with your character and you stand in the middle of a group of three people and you just look at them and they don't do it. It's so funny. You just mm. create these like fake, these, That's interesting. these fake social situations that I would just stand in front of like a couple and just like look at them and see if they would do anything. And then I would just like get a running start and just like run into them. That's funny. They fall to the ground and then they run away. And then when you look at the place where they've fallen, two huge pools of blood. (laughs) It's insane. It's just funny. Anyways. Yeah, it's funny to me that you guys are finding it so funny because I remember being a kid and people playing that those games and like boys coming to school and being like, Well, you can punch a woman in this game and stuff. Like it's so funny, haha. Well what I no, this is the thing You can't no, (laughs) you can't do that this time. No, me and Sam, me and Sam. No, 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 you can't. You can't no, what's funny is playing it without all that. Sure, yes, you could go and shoot someone on the street. Like, you can do that. But you can also stand in front of someone and not let them go by and, and, and promise that you uh, won't punch them. Would and you rather, would you rather shoot someone in the street or stand in front of them and not let them go by? <laughs> would you rather? I'd rather stand in front of them yeah. or not. No, I'd rather shoot them because if you stand, it's embarrassing. You look weird. You look like a freak. And then, wait, I'll <laughs> say one last thing about this and I'll say the Twitter thing. One funny thing is you go into the strip club and you get a lap dance. And if you press spacebar, you touch the stripper. So I just kept making it so that he would go like this. Just like touch her like this. <laughs> and she has a little bar of like how much she likes you. And the more you touch her, the more she likes you. So it's just like. 
Just if only life could be so simple. <laughs> I know. I love that. I know. If only, uh, if only women came equipped with a bar that yeah, I could look at. The more you touch them, the more. <laughs> the more, like, the more you, know. you touch them, the more. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, I'll tee you up for the Twitter thing. So, uh, now that Felipe doesn't have to like simp to the tastes of our our politically correct woke Brooklyn comedy scene, he's become a Twitter um, edgelord provocateur, <laughs> and he's trying to appeal to a different <laughs> audience of. Uh, people with edgier niche interests that's the most so. humiliating wow. thing yeah. that's the most humiliating <laughs> way wow. i've heard myself be described sarah I, thought, sarah I thought you were gonna go in with like a, f- a, f- a scalpel and do something very gentle and sweet <laughs> and make a gentle incision that the the person would not notice but instead you took a bludgeon <laughs> and you smacked the entire patient on that yeah, hand as a way up. of opening the most up. humiliating way i've ever been yeah. described <laughs> Well, I don't know about this whole edgelord business, but no, what I was just going to say is last week we were riding high. We'd gotten ripping up on BuzzFeed. Eight of our friends had listened to this podcast. I thought, hey, <laughs> this is That's this right. is on its way. And then this week I, and I, I think I was just like tweeting a lot and on the internet a lot. And I was like, this is fun. I'm having a good time. Like, I, you know, this could be like a fun thing that we have and that people like maybe tune into. And then this week, I just was not, you know, just like tweeting less, feeling like I just, I wasn't in it so much. And I thought, oh, this is just, we're just going to make another little podcast and it's just going to be fine. It's just going to be normal level. We're just going to have our friends listen. Maybe someone will hear an episode and be like, that was enough for me. Move on. If I had known you were having such a hard time, I wouldn't have teed you up. No, like no, that. no, 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 no. I'm not having a hard time about it. it it's fun. I'm, I'm having fun. I'm, I'm having a good time. But um, you're just back to reality. Yeah. It's just that moment where you're like, you know, do you ever feel mm-hmm. like at one point you think I could I could do something great. And then one day you think, oh, I'm going to do something that's just fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yes. Wow, dude, we've done uh, we've done three episodes. I thought you said we could take our time to figure it out and what we were good at, yeah. and that it was okay <laughs> to learn and it, to to work. <laughs> no, I and mean that you weren't mad and you weren't disappointed in us. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not saying that this is bad. And really, what matters is not the content itself. It's rather my own feeling about it. It's the feeling mm. of like, oh, what if I'm just gonna? Whatever I do is just gonna be fine. What if I'm gonna? You know, you you learn about. There's plenty of artists throughout history who were simp- who were just fine, you know? And I think, you know, when you're young, you're like, I'm going to be one of the great ones. And then sometimes you get a little glimpse of a different life where you're like, oh, I'm just going to be one of the just fine ones. Yes. And I think I was feeling a little bit, but it can also be freeing. I'm, you know, I'm having fun. I'm having fun talking to you guys. It's fun to like whatever chat and stuff but and 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 maybe tomorrow i'll feel like i'll be great too carly's saying this is devastating it's devastating if you're not if you can't see us you're listening to the recording of this i'm frowning and i have my hand over my eyes and really feel sad are you devastated do you feel like i'm bringing down the energy no no i love it i just had no idea that you felt that way i I, that thought sorry go has that honestly not really crossed my mind you know and now i feel embarrassed because literally yesterday i was talking to alex bliss about having this realization that like this is it embarrasses me to say this. Please um, say it. Of real, realizing that <laughs> I'm not going to be famous. Be just as embarrassing. Like I thought I was going to be famous for so long, you know, in a totally. sort of secretive way where I was like, oh, I know it's impossible. Uh, I know it's nearly impossible, but I think I'll still do it. Um, and then only in the last couple of years, maybe the last year, I've been like, oh, no, I, I'm like not. 
um, going to be. And that's is okay. But uh, just realizing that I'm not setting myself up for it doesn't make sense. Like it's a whole different way you have to live your life. The odds of it are impossible. Like that's a fact. But what you're saying is actually far more. Sarah, I th- what? I thought what you were going to say is like, I was just telling Alex Blake yesterday that this podcast it's is really good <laughs> And I'm going to be really famous because... Me and Sam Felipe are doing something no one's ever done before. I, I really think. thought that's where you yeah. were going. I thought well, that too. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is I just had like a, a simpleton's uh, version of your realization. Like you had a real like artist reflection and I had like a... I don't know. A more a level one version of it where I'm just like a child who's like, oh, I thought I was going to be on tv and maybe i'm not gonna be no i mean yeah. i think they're related and i mean from my perspective i you being famous does not seem like outside of the bounds of reality to me i mean i will say that as yes. as covid draws on longer i'm like i don't know if any of the things we thought were gonna happen are gonna happen so that's <laughs> sure so that's sure, one yeah. thing that's apart from christmas halloween yeah. yes exactly <laughs> are we gonna have a hot girl summer i don't think so but um yeah, I mean, I think it's a related feat. You know, it's like, yes, I guess for me, it, it's it's maybe less about fame and more about, you know, um, first, how it, how interesting you think that the thing you make is going to be, and um, mm. and you think maybe it will be interesting. It and it's interesting because it's you. Like one is interesting to themselves. Like I believe I'm interesting because I live in my own head. I like. I'm interesting to myself. And so I think the thing we're making is interesting, but it might, it might not be to other people. And then you Hmm. think about other people looking at you and finding you uninteresting or mediocre. And you can do that because you've seen other people be uninteresting or mediocre. And you think, wow, when I saw that thing that I thought was uninteresting or mediocre, I thought, wow, that person is worthless, doesn't deserve to live. And then you see yourself (laughs) through the eyes of this fantasy viewer who thinks you're mediocre. Uh, And when you read... They have to hang me too. Yes, exactly. I have no value. I'm nothing. I'm not interesting. I have nothing. it's it's funny because I have a much more like sort of materialist like sort of view on this whole thing. Like, like just I think get this yours, is where like get your money, sign the contract. Yeah, no, it's like sell. this is where I think like working in the cogs of a corporate machine can actually help your your psyche. Which is that it's just like it doesn't matter how good this podcast is. It's like the way it's going to get successful is like one of us will get famous, and then people will be like interested in the podcast because of like that one person's success in this other thing. And then like people will listen to the podcast and it won't matter like what our content is. Like it, I think it matters <laughs> people a lot will less endure, people content. endure hours of, of, of sludge. I of think trudging it matters through a bog. much less what, what the content of something is like than people, than people actually imagine it to be. Mm. And that like, and the, and if we get better at at the podcast, it will only be because like we do it more and more. Like that's how we'll I want to be better. clear though that it's humiliating as well to be talking about the success of the thing that we're doing right now, which we've done very few times. It so, just panged my heart as well. Yeah, I, I'll just say <laughs> that like I think it's a broader question, right? Because we do other things. We have like other artistic pursuits, and so it's more about though all of those things. Um, as as a as a whole like all of it so it's not just like will this pod well we get famous from the podcast but like <laughs> but like more broadly like will will we make something that's like that's as interesting as the things we love that's where you're like on we 
was coming from mm. was from like a general sense of everything I they mean, were making. I mean, yeah. it was channeled through the idea of of this stream and like more broadly like everything that I feel like I've been doing online, which is like I'm online all the time and and I see people who like have a deal online. They have like a thing and like people like follow them and stuff and I was like, "Oh, that could be cool to be like that." And then for a moment I was like, "Oh no, but that won't be me and and it I won't be interesting enough or whatever." So so yes, it's both like specific but also broad. Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting. Go. Uh, a, f- a few years ago, I was like at a party or something and I was very drunk and I was talking to someone I, I didn't really know. And I, and I was upset about a similar thing. And I was trying to get this girl to, uh, 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 con- to convince her of like this idea that it, I needed it to be okay. If like, I, I also, I didn't have any meaningful art to make that if everything I made was trash that, um, and I was dissatisfied that that would still be like an okay life worth living. And she just kept, she was also drunk, insisting with me, no, but you're going to make really great artwork, but you're going to make really great artwork. Um, and it just Ooh. is like made it worse and worse and Ooh. worse. Yeah. And um, that's horrible. Yeah. And I was like, no, but, but, but if I don't, but if I don't, but when I don't, yeah. So. Um, I'll, I'll say we have two uh, comments in the, in the comments concerning what we're saying. So maybe I can read them and we can kind of react to them. Yeah, we'll do like on YouTube when people do reaction videos and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> wow. <laughs> yeah, this them. person thinks I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seth says, what you're describing is giving yourself the permission to make something rather than assigning yourself the impossible task of making something better than all of the things that have been made. Mm, Seth, get that on one of those quote websites. C- can, you s- can you say it again? So... What Seth says is, what you're describing is giving yourself the permission to make something rather than assigning yourself the impossible task of making something better than all of the other things that have been made. So essentially, it's like you're giving yourself permission to That's just... That's the thing you need to do? Yes. Well, He's saying that what we're saying is actually a positive thing, that this is a good way to think. It's not uh, a sad thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's insightful. I like that. That's, I mean, it's like we're always talking about this. It's just a different narrative of the same thing. You know, it doesn't have to be... It could be a good realization. Sure, that, but yeah. that's but that's only if, like... If you think that simply making something is valuable in and of itself, and which I think, I mean, personally speaking, yes, simply making things is valuable. It is nice. But like the end goal is to make something that's like the best things you've seen. Like I want to make something that's like that makes me feel the way that my favorite things make me feel. Right. Or even to me, it's not even necessarily comparative. It's just like fully satisfies the ambition for like, the yeah, well, I guess in, in the same way, because how, what would the, the ambition is based on things I've seen, the way things have made me feel right. and wanting to reach that potential. Yeah. And then, uh, but I mean, it's true, I guess. I don't know. I just well, what's the other comment? Just got lost in a reverie right there. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, I missed. I Please tell me if I'm talking too much. Your bitch. Um, Simeon says, "I think it's more likely you will get exactly what you expect. The twist is that you realize it sucks, aka to be famous." Insightful. I I mm. vibe more with that. Mm. If if That's Seth Faustian. and Simeon are say, Faustian, argument. I will say if it. If if Felipe gets famous, he will be the worst at it out of anybody. Wow! Why? Why? <laughs> because he, you're Felipe's naturally fearful. Uh. <laughs> no, I, I, I think, um, 
you'll obviously take it in stride but i just think it's funny because you you are like a you get nervous i think a lot about being famous must be like uh, precisely what we were talking about with rachel senate it's like dealing with all these like horrible people who like invade your life Mm. and i think that that seems to be a thing that already gives you a lot, a tremendous. Just amount one of single yikes, yeah. From a, a yeah, friend. single yeah. yikes is enough to bring that to bring down the the <laughs> castle of my being. Well, you know, I mean, I think, yeah. I think whether or not me or any one of us gets famous aside, I think the better insight of what Simeon is saying is that, like, what what are you laughing at, Sam? Oh, you're just making a little grimace. You know, I'm just that it is this having this conversation on the podcast is is also like hurting me. Yes, as well. I said that's why I said it's embarrassing to talk about wanting to be famous. It's not even yes. something I have an ambition for. Are you guys cringing at yourselves? Because we can move on. No, no, no let's no. keep talking. If you're cringing, about it, I mean, I'm kind of cringing too, but I figure we're talking about it, so we might as well. Yeah, and I think it's it's. Uh... I think yeah, we know we have to bear ourselves to our listeners. Um, I was just going to say that the better insight, and this is, I think this is maybe a more humble insight, which is that like, what matters, this is stupid. And so level one, like it's, it's like what, what anybody would tell you, but it's like, ultimately you can be happy or unhappy. And that has nothing to do with whether you make interesting stuff or whether you're famous or not. So you could be famous and be unhappy, or you could like be not famous and be really happy. Um, and I mean, I, I don't know if, you know, if Simeon is right that one of us will get famous, but we could, and we could still be unhappy. Um, yeah, I think, um, Felipe, no, you go. Oh, I was going to give Felipe a quick p- piece of feedback on Please air. Please do it, dude. Uh, Felipe, when you say stuff like, but I think the better Please, insight you're, is, you're, or, yeah, or, or, to take it to take it one step further i remember we were talking this morning and i said something and and then you were like yes and to take it and to take that to the next level (laughs) and then you said this thing and i think just generally as like a a set of speech patterns i think you should adopt more like yes and that makes me think Uh, of or and also it makes me think of this um i think would be a more generous more likable way to talk to your friends yes Well, exactly. okay. Huh. Huh. Denuded on the pod. That's funny. Denuded That's on funny the pod. You guys do that. It's very like a scholarly of you to talk that I'm way. Gonna, I'm going to go into it's the like kitchen and turn the oven on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn the oven on and keep that, keep the oven door open now. <laughs> um, That's funny. Sure. I'll, 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 I'll think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, if you have any feedback for me, you know, just throw it right over here. I, I I'm feeling okay. pretty good about myself today, so whatever you. What want. if I said, what okay. if? Okay, give me a point, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna revise my usual formulation. Give, tell me a point, a point that you're making. Hmm. Oh. I was gonna make the point that, um, like any point related to this. Yeah, make a, make like a, make some asinine point, and I'll, I'll model what, what I. Yes. What the best way to do it is. I wanted to say that um, I think it's interesting that you're having this ennui and that it's related to the fact that just as you get older, you gain more information about any given thing or life experience. And so your perspective on it naturally changes. Okay. I love you and you rock and that idea rocked, queen, <laughs> but I think that you're wrong. And then I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> I liked that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's like the third time Felipe's ever told me that he loved me. So I, wow. did, I enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, Get him, Sarah. Yeah. I got his right flank. You got his left. <laughs> what else you got on that um, list, Sarah? So other stuff, other stuff we wanted to talk about. Um, <laughs> Felipe is no longer interested in the mystery aspect of crushes. He just wants to know. <laughs> I'm feeling. I'm feeling embarrassed. I'm feeling embarrassed that uh, um that it's all that these now we've had two about me in a row. I'm platforming yeah, your views. Open me up, right. Sarah. What's, well, what's something this, about me? This my arm looking this skinny. I wanted to talk about this. That's just an effect of the the software. It doesn't really look like this. Yeah, it's, look the, at it. it's Twitch. It's Twitch enforcing uh, hegemonic beauty standards. Yeah um uh, here's a question on tiktok when people do those little dance videos one how long does it take to learn the dances and two is there an effect that gets put over them that makes them look more i don't even know dynamic or something you know how people look when they're doing twitch dances they look like they're really good at hip-hop dancing is that an effect i think they or, speed or them up and i know slow really down. good i think there's like a speed okay. thing that's going on with them okay you can maybe do that. am yeah. i wrong that about sense. that yeah no, I think you're right. Because for weeks I was watching these, maybe even months, thinking like, man, everyone is like way better at dancing than <laughs> I would have thought that they were. Um, especially now that all stand-up comedians have been doing TikTok dance videos. And I think uh, just a couple days ago, I was like, oh, I bet there's something, an effect. Yeah. I will say this, though. It's, it w- it would, it's hard to have any, put any effect on a dance and have it make, make it like a million times better you know hmm. i think you already have to be somewhat you have to know what you're doing and the effect will give you like 10 or 15 you know i mean it's interesting that you're saying that watching tiktok videos has made you think that everyone's better at dancing than you expected because what everybody making tiktok videos has produced in me is that i'm surprised to see how many people have like no grace or charisma <laughs> really that's funny. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess we see the world a different way. I think a lot of people learn the dances, but I think I'm like, wow. I, there's a few people I've seen where I'm like, whew, you just, you just are not, you are not they have no magnetic, style. no mm-hmm. style. You're just going yeah. through the motions. Wow. Even yeah. if they're wow. smiling huh. and stuff, it's not about smiling or anything or being like energetic. <laughs> it's just like a general, like a, like a lack of grace or awkwardness. It's not about smiling. Smile hmm. all you want. Well, it's, it's funny how dancing has become like, the platform for which to deliver other things like when people dance in the video they're doing tiktok dances but they're like the text is about like gun gun violence or it's about like some conservative thing that they believe in and it's like oh yeah like dancing is only it's only what gets you in or it's it's just the medium medium is the social media platform yeah yeah, and conservative people are doing slightly different movements. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that wasn't really on the list. That was just something that occurred to me in that moment. Uh, let me see what else I got. But 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 was that one for me? Because I'm like You're, slightly more embodied. Yeah, Sam's dance captain of the podcast, <laughs> dance expert. Who's Siegfried? Um, Siegfriedson. No idea. Name yourself, Siegfriedson. They said Who this podcast is completely different. Oh, it's Caroline. This podcast is completely different from how Sarah described it when we talked to her last. What do you mean, Caroline? What do you mean, expose, Caroline? Expose <laughs> Sarah. Expose her. Uh, I, I, I have a question. Yeah. She said so it was bits, was bits, bits. In... Uh, and now we get to the heart of the, we get to the, heart of the matter. <laughs> <laughs> this, you've, Caroline, you've, cl- you've steered it right to where Felipe wants us. Okay, what's a bit idea? That's, what's a good bit? Well, Sarah said, we, Sarah said she wanted more, she wanted more meaningful conversation. Or I, I'm not, I don't want to, I, I don't want to lay it at your doorstep. 
it was a conversation no, at my doorstep dude. it was a conversation we had and uh i think we got to find that balance i i'm just i wanted to do a little less bits today so no bits well uh, yeah i where i settled in my heart about it maybe we could talk about this after the show was like well felipe can just be in charge of the bits and then you do the bits and I, and i'm gonna push to have these conversations and that's all that's all i can do but i appreciate you accommodating me and I deftly dance between yeah. the two, speaking <laughs> one language and then the I other. I was feeling less in, in bit in bit in bit country. Oh, because of your ennui. No, not even. I don't know. Maybe mm. you're feeling less funny or something. I mean, maybe I was feeling less uh, funny. Oh uh, man, I had no idea you were so sad this week. I'm not even sad though. I just felt less <laughs> funny. That's all. Yeah, I'm feeling. And you found another way to be happy that doesn't have anything to do with being funny. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I will say that. Although Felipe describes himself as being filled with fear for most of the day, I see Felipe maybe more than anyone else does <laughs> at the moment. And he's there's filled oh, with joy thank you. throughout his day. Wow. Thank filled you. with many moments of joy and interest yeah. and elation. No, it's true. It's true in that the fear lives deep in my heart and I don't share it with anyone. <laughs> Lock myself in my room, terrified of the world outside. <laughs> here sam did you have a question or i have another topic or we can say them both and then you can decide what you want to do uh yeah i think this one's kind of like a five out of ten to be honest but i'll, I'll just do six. it anyway and... six, so go ahead okay Kara's popping off in the chat being quite kind and also angling for uh, th- fourth mic whoa for a fourth mic well I well, uh, who got the part in the Simple Town cartoon? You know, was it me or was it Megan Strickland? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe um, we'll get Megan Strickland for Mike. I'd love to get Megan Strickland on. Yeah, I know. I know. The thing is, if if she got sound. on, people would be like, just take out the three other people and just leave Megan Strickland on. Yeah, she's yeah. I, it'd be bits. Megan Strickland, if you ever hear this, yeah, I really think you're funny and I love you. Yeah. Um, well, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, I realized it's also in a conversation I was having last night. Um, I haven't watched any of the comedy specials of like famously canceled comedians. Like I haven't seen Aziz Ansari's. I haven't seen Louis. I haven't seen like Dave Chappelle's heavily criticized one. And I'm realizing that this is developing into like a huge blind spot in the culture where like, I don't know how those people are talking about what happened to them or like what's going on. And that that's like a big part of the comedy field or like who knows what TJ Miller talks about on stage anymore or any of these people. Like, I just don't engage with that, their content because I don't really want to watch comedy specials anyway. So it's convenient. I think you shouldn't worry about that. I mean, I don't know. Do you feel like you're missing out on some conversation do, about Louis' do, new special? Don't they, kind of, don't they kind of famously not talk about it that much? No, I think they really take it head on. And, and yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't think I'm. See, that's how much I've I don't seen, know. Yeah, don't I've know. seen Chappelle's and, uh, and the season <laughs> Sorry's. Um, I don't, I mean, kind of. It wasn't meaningful? No, I think Aziz was, the way he addresses it is, like, perfunctory and kind of dumb. Um, mm. And, like, he literally says, I'm sorry she felt that way. But it's like, what are you going to do mm. on stage, you know? Like, you can't, he can't really be like, I did, you know, I did that shit and it was rape. Like, you know, that's no way to start a stand-up show. Um, yeah, no. And and I'm not saying I, that I've, well, I'm worried I'm missing out on something that they're doing something brilliant necessarily, but just like, what are they saying about it? Like, here are these people who are like still very famous comedians, very like big platforms. Um, and I guess that uh, maybe I'm doing my civic duty as a comedian to decide not to engage anything that they say, but I'm like, what are they saying now? What are they saying? I mean, it's just nothing interesting, you know? 
Hmm. But yeah, I fucking hate my daughters. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know. There was a New Yorker article about the Louis special, I think, and the New Yorker article seemed to say that I can't remember. <laughs> can't remember what the New York. <laughs> oh, I think right. the New York article is like he doesn't. Louis doesn't have anything interesting to say about this. Hmm. All right. Well, then that's that. I love the New Yorker, and I trust what they have to say. I w- I will say it's s- subscribing to Seth Simon's um, um, blog is like has newsletter? opened me up to a whole new newsletter. Thank you. A whole new like uh, like terrain of like really disgusting comedians that I like didn't even know existed. And they're like abhorrent opinions. Mm, um, yes. Which you lot- could have just not known existed. And exactly. Yeah. I, I yeah. didn't know these people really they don't existed, believe in COVID. But- yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. And it's got, and, and, you know, Seth really does his work. So he like attaches all the tweets. And so you can click yeah. on the tweets and then you go, it takes you to Twitter and you see who they follow. And it's just like, wow, this is a whole world of comedians in New York. (laughs) In New York, near on my doorstep, no less. And I don't, and they have these abhorrent beliefs about the world. People we know? I thought that were all people that are not like in a... Creek in a cave people? No, people I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, real like comedy seller type people. Creek in the cave type people. Legion of Skanks. Sam, you look great. You look great in your little frame. Really? good. I can't see myself. Mm. I'll turn video back mm. on. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Kind of curious Thanks, about Sarah. that painting like, and where it is and how you moved it from the room where it was and what room exactly <laughs> you're in in the house. Uh, that is weird. What room are you in? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, don't say what room you're in. <laughs> Felipe. <laughs> is trying to get me canceled for thing. I'm in our roommate's room. <gasps> no, I'm editing away. that out, dude. I'm de- editing that out. Whoa. There's no way. There's no way I'm she's editing that She's out. not interested in, in what anything you guys have going I'm on. I'm editing that out. <laughs> she doesn't even, that out. She doesn't even know we exist. I don't think she knows Felipe and I are I'm comedians. editing that out. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, That's why I thought that was your living room art. What is that doing in Yeah, exactly. Art? Not only have you yeah. posted up in a room, but you put her, your I, shit in there. I, I put it. I put it in my room because I had a set of client meetings this week and I needed something behind my head to make it not look like I was in this like disgusting, awful, barren place. Yeah. Yeah. And it works for the podcast. too. I'm going to start sleeping in here. (laughs) Dang, I wish I'd done some bits. I did want to do more bits. I mean, I I got dragged into, you know, I got I got seduced. I nerd you into being earnest. Yeah, I. I got to say, I thought this was crackling conversation. I thought I was having fun. Me too. The whole I got time. some nice text messages too while as this was going on. Um, so I'm I'm sorry that the <laughs> regrets are setting in for you. Can we go <laughs> back to be done? to the Joner? I'm the Joner, yeah. Batman. <laughs> it's me, the Joner. <laughs> the Joner's about the, the Joner. <laughs> Joner. Where's my girlfriend? Or is that uh, I'm mixing up characters? Um, that's great. Why so serious? <laughs> it's losing steam. It's losing steam. So you're a comedian, huh? And you call yourself the Joner. <laughs> that's Robert De Niro in the uh, most recent version. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> okay. So you think that's funny, huh? 
the laugh at Hey, I'm Mark Marin. You gonna go out? Uh, what do you What do you want us to call you when you go out? <laughs> call me Call me Joner. Losing steam. Losing steam. No, I think Sarah, jump in. <laughs> I'm going to sit this one out, but I think it's really good, and I'm glad you did it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sam, did you have a question that you wanted to ask? We're going to come up with it on the end, so we'll open it up to audience questions. If you have any audience questions, we'll take those, and Sam can ask his question. I guess... Okay, this one. This one's about me. You guys can tear me apart here. Um, but I was on a family call today and I was doing a bunch of jokes about sex and stuff <laughs> like that. How about having sex and with your mom? It was killing. Sam's family is really sexually liberated. He talks about having sex with his yeah, mom. Yeah, we're very sexual. Yeah. And it was killing. Were Everyone any of the, se- were any knew, of the jokes about having sex with your well. family? Uh, yeah, implicit. There, there was kind of implied. Like having yeah. sex with your brother or with your sister? So, or, I was like... I was asked them who their top. I would mention that I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna start t- picking my top five. And then my cousin Leo was like, "Are any of us in your top five? And I was like, "Well, you either need to be like, you need to be close by, and my friend, or I want to have sex with you." So I don't think many of you are like making the cut, but you know, there were the there's still time if you want to sort of like slide into my dms and stuff That's funny. and the whole family went and i said i'm sorry that's the way she felt but uh that's you know i, I saw it differently <laughs> that was a little callback a little callback to this aziz and get to your point bit, um, get to your point I, Sam. <laughs> okay so so um uh so my cousin my cousin um, Loren was like not laughing at it. And I was like, as a little bit, I was like, oh damn, like none of my jokes are hitting with Loren. And she was like, this is a family call. Like, why are we talking about sex? Like, this is so stupid. Are we going to end like this? Like, cause it was towards the end, the end of the she call. Said that wow. It, she called yeah, you she out. She said that aloud. How dare she talk <laughs> and, like that on a family call? That's Yeah. You're up. ringing it know, down, I, Loren. I know. And <laughs> yeah. And, and it made me think. Aside from all the family stuff, it made me think, oh, you know, I do do a lot of comedy about sex. And sometimes, like, there's people I love way more than Loren. People close to my life. Some of my best friends who, like, don't, they don't like the sex thing, you know? Or they're like, oh, this isn't my thing. It's cool that it's your thing, but it's not my thing. And it made me think, oh, should I get other, should I work other modes of comedic language besides just like talking about sex stuff and i had a moment of self-consciousness you mm. came to mm. consciousness wow as lacan yeah. would say <gasps> and i like i was in a bath like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i it's funny i mean i was telling you this before we got on the air but hearing my friends who don't know you say that they really like your instagram and all the sex stuff on it makes me see you again with like young eyes and i'm like oh yeah that's right sam with this like sexy little instagram and like the whole thing people love it everybody loves it with the eyes of a 15 or a 16 year old (laughs) yeah huh well, that's that's shocking that she would say that on the call. So, like, I just don't get that. I feel like my family sometimes has this thing of, like, getting together with family means taking everything that's sort of interesting or provocative or original or unique about yourself, setting that far aside 
and then like coming together and just being the most sort of round edged version of version of yourself um, with your family. So your guys' ability to be real is to be applauded. Thank you. Yeah. I don't think I've ever made a joke on. about having sex with my family, though. No, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> well, you should. I'm going to give that a whirl yeah. next time I'm talking to my parents. Yeah. Hey, I should uh, imagine if I <laughs> fucked one of you guys. Yeah, there's no, there's no premise. There's nothing funny about it. I'm just like, okay, Dad, what if I fucked you? <laughs> That's funny. Hmm. Well, did you get over your self-consciousness? You feel better again now? I mean, no, it just made me think sometimes, and I think Will Will Needman's a good, good, does a good job at this, which is that what, what would be the first joke you would make? And then just like, don't do that joke and just like strive to do, to like always be, yeah, but it's, edge, you know? it's like, level two, but once you've strived joke? enough, you arrive back at level one back and that's why one. sex jokes are funny. Yes. And also, I think when you're in the open mic game, you realize that, like, you think you got your level one, level two, level three jokes. You try them all, and they all just work with variable random success that you're unable to draw any kind of pattern or conclusion from. That's my that's my feeling. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I guess, I guess, like, level one, strive for your edge, meaning not, not, not in the sense for your own internal edge. Like, not for, not because sex is or isn't funny, like, abstracted in, like, the greater world, but, like, what would be a harder, more subtle joke for me? Yeah, but your cousin, your cousin wasn't I, mad because you were, um, because you were being a lazy stuff. comedian. Your cousin was <laughs> apparently offended or thought it was a stupid thing to end the phone call on. Maybe she imagined yeah. that someone in the family would get COVID and she thought, what would it feel like if someone in her family died of COVID? And the last thing we talked about was mm. Sam fucking one of us. <laughs> that's funny um sam do you think that me or felipe are people who are scandalized by your sexual stuff and that we think it's it's too much yeah sarah i mean (laughs) yeah the the sniper scope is Uh, right got right on you yeah well um i think oh sorry go because i do i will i will i'm not scandalized by sam's sex jokes but one time i hope i can share this and if i can't i'll just take it off but one time for a birthday for a birthday sam you brought a group of us into a room and you got naked and you made us like touch <laughs> your body <laughs> I, I hope it's okay for me to share i mean it was there was like a whole there was like a whole okay. framing yeah. it was supposed to be like a ritual like it had this like sort of satanic joking thing but you did get naked and i thought i was fine with it but i thought oh this this is a thing that i'd be nervous to do myself i don't know if all these people are would be fine with it um and brother, that's why you're gonna be bad at being famous. You're gonna have to you're be gonna get naked and make people touch me. <laughs> Once yeah. you're famous, dude, if you want to keep it going, yeah, exactly, dude. You totally do. You're gonna get an invite to that damn island. Yeah, fuck. You're gonna have to do. Yeah, shit it's like true. That. Yes, 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 yes. Exactly. Once I get on <laughs> that. Once I get on the, on the plane with Epstein. Well. Well, Sarah once DM'd me and said, "Enough about your sex stuff." Like. I'm gonna not start stop looking at your stories if you keep <laughs> posting sex stuff, and it made me think. Okay, you know, like I I can switch it up sometimes. Yeah, I, I was just kidding, but I, which I'm sure. You no, of course you were yeah. kidding, but you know, there's what's funny about it is there's like a kernel of truth in it. We're nearing the mm. end. Unfortunately, yeah, I was thinking we could leave it with um, Felipe talking about getting on Epstein's plane and 
and sign off. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish I wish we'd done more bits. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna think about the Jonah a little bit more, but I think that that might be its lifespan. Wow. And the tr- and it's, wow. and you know why? It's because it's a bit that has no truth in it. It's a funny name, but there's no truth at the center of the bit. Why so serious? Why I mean, it's funny. So... The truth is using an N instead of other letters. Yeah, it's true, and that's funny. Um, man, well, this sort of gets to the heart of our conflict then, because I had such a wonderful. No, time I had a good. Your, I had a good time too. Yeah. I had a good time too, and yeah. in fact, often I feel like my bits feel forced. So. You know, it'll be like a long process of kind of exploring and then arriving at uh, something that feels just fine <laughs> in terms yes. of quality. Next episode, tune in next Sunday. We're going to do 90 minutes, all bits. Nothing sincere. <laughs> just looking at Sarah's yeah. bewildered face as, as me and Sam <laughs> search through through nonsensical voices Slow and totally forced disgusting oh, jokes. Man. Yes, and yes, and yes. Carol yeah. says that if she got fourth mic, she could bridge these worlds. She could bridge the bit world and the earnest. Impossible. Not, a, not on The walls are up on my worlds. We don't let bridges lay down not, over our walls. Not untrue. She definitely could. Do we start having guests? No, we have to do like 40 more of these. Yeah, we're still training, dude. I'm still trying to get strong. I mean, yes and no. Yeah. I think I think you're either like up you're either a PCAST that it's just the people on it, or you have guests all the time. I don't know if it's like you rev up the, the three person engine and then you get you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I don't know. These yeah, are our, these are arbitrary limitations. But- I've you know boundaries that I've put on this that come from nothing because we could decide to do whatever we wanted hmm. well we'll talk about this okay, like. i'm gonna put the uh i'm gonna put the rub the rugrats dubstep on again and uh and say goodbye thank you all for listening to buzzfeed's award-winning improv podcast bye raisin man arena